the city. Meet me in the city. Oh, the singing shout. Meet me in the city. Nobody there. Meet me in the city. Gonna put me out. Meet me in the city. I know my role. Meet me in the city. Gonna fit me well. Meet me in the city. Try it on. Meet me in the city. Try it on. Get to the city. Gonna put on shoes. I'm gonna walk and tell my news. I'll chat with the father. Talk with the son. Tell about the world that I just come from. I'll look up David. In the heat of the day, I meet me in the city. Cool my heart, meet me in the city. I begin to play, I meet me in the city. In that city, meet me in the city. Mother is waiting, meet me in the city. In that city, meet me in the city. Father is waiting, meet me in the city. Oh, but Jesus, meet me in the city. Jesus is waiting, meet me in the city. Jesus is waiting. He's waiting in the city. Oh, in that city. No more crying. In that city. No more dying. There is love. There is joy. There is joy. There is joy.
What a blessing. I felt I've been to church already. Man, what a mighty God we serve. Thank God for our spirit of worship in the house. Amen. I tell you, it's going to be fun when we get to heaven. Amen. I don't know that that sister way there with the white hat. Man, she won hands down today. I thank God for you, my sister. It's a good thing to praise the Lord. I was going to compete with the preachers, but Pastor Dayton Williams shut me down. So, so I knew I don't stand a chance. What a blessing. Will you help me thank God for our musicians? What a blessing. I'll be honest with you, every time I thought I figured them out, they show up in another dimension. You know, they are young. I didn't think they can hang on this kind of song. You know? So I, I was looking towards Sister Thomas to bail me out. But these young people, they can hang. Yeah, I thank God for you all. Praise God. Amen. And of course, the choir. We thank God. Amen. What a blessing. Sister Heidi Houston won that one. Amen. <laughs> That's right. It's a blessing just to come to the house. I don't know about you. I don't like a dead church. The Bible says, let everything that has bread praise the Lord. Is there anybody here with no breath? Yeah, so we ought to praise God. Thank you all so much for a true spirit of worship. Amen. The next time you're going to do like that, you all let me know. So, so me and Reverend Dosha, we're going to bring our dancing shoes. So we have an excuse today, but we'll be, we'll be ready. Amen. What a blessing. Thanks to all of our guests. We appreciate you being here today. Please permit me to just remind all of us on March 2nd, we're going to be doing a homegoing ceremony for one of our own pastors here, Reverend Nelson Sr. He's truly an icon in our ministry, and we are grateful for his life and his testimony. So please mark your calendar, and let's come out. Amen. I may have to recruit the senior praise team. Just to, I want it to be a celebration, just like we did today. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Also, on March the 9th, we have a, a brunch.
for all of our women. Please mark your calendar. This is our way of celebrating our women in this ministry. We are appreciative of the way God is using you and we are thankful. Every pastor knows the value of the contributions of women in the kingdom of God. And so come out, let's just have a good time together. Amen. Uh, I'm not a woman, but the pastor is ex-official member of every committee of the church. Amen. Especially when there's free food. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Please mark your calendar also. Uh, we have in the month of March what we call Family and Friends Day Celebration. It's going to be March 15, 16, and 17. So three days, action packed for the glory of God. This is a time we want you to invite your friends, your loved ones, your relatives, co-workers, and let's just come to celebrate our families and friends. You'll be amazed how many people know you go to church, but they don't know what kind of church you go to. So invite them to come and share. It's just one day in a whole year. So tell them we want them to, to feel welcome and to worship with us. On the 15th, we have invited a, a nationally known recording artist to come and do a concert. I've always desired for this community to have more activities going on. It's too dry. And your church is not. I like the way Brother Anthony Mangan put it to me. He said, look, Josh, we've been carrying this load. But now God has raised your church up. You're now in the big league. So you need to join us and pick up some of this. So we thank God for Calvary Baptist. Thank God for the Pentecostals. Now your church is elevated. If they have to mention five churches in Central Louisiana, your church will make the list. But to whom much is given, much is required. So it, it costs thousands of dollars to bring an artist here. I believe the last time I checked, it cost about $7,000 for this gentleman that is coming. And we are blessed. One of our members, uh, Jerry Williams, who owns two radio stations here, we were able to use his influence to cut down about 2,500. You see how this thing works? I'm taking you behind the scene. 
And then we, we are planning to do what we call VIP, to recoup even the investment we made. See, your pastor is a businessman, you know, so that the church will be without any inf investment in it. So that's the goal. We want to recruit those 7,000. We're going to make things happen for this community. And we want to let this community know it doesn't have to be dry all the time. Amen. So make plans to attend. Invite your friends to come. Let's open the door of our church to the whole community. Let's celebrate because God has been good to us. Then the next day on Saturday, we're going to watch the movie Purple, Color Purple. Purple Color. Yes, I said it. <laughs> color Purple. That's what the choir just whispered to me. So, uh, we are grateful to our movie theater ministry. We have our own movie theater. Amen. Thank God for that. We don't have to go anywhere. We have a state-of-art facility. And we have licensed to rent current movies. So we are grateful to Sister Deborah and all of our colleagues to make that happen. So on Saturday, let's come together. It's not just a movie, it's a time of fellowship. I like to sit down with you and we all drinking Kool-Aid. <laughs> We're on television, you know, so I have to clarify. <laughs> Or soda or something like that. Or water. <laughs> water. And, and lemonade. And, and some popcorn. And we sit together and just chill. Amen. And then on Sunday we come with our families to worship together. Our own sister Lisha Harris is providing leadership for them. And I want to say thank you to all of you who helped us with our Black History Month. The whole month has been very, very impressive. Amen. Thank God for that. I love it when I don't mind us doing events. But you can see my, my frustration if it's less than good. I mean, all you need to do is look at my face. I can tell you right there. You flunk. Amen. To whom much is given, much is required. I'd rather do no program than to do a bad program. And this year has been very remarkable. We are grateful to all of you helping us to champion this cause. In my mind, I believe very strongly that God has set this church apart to be a peace center a pioneer in many areas of ministry. And to whom much is given, much is required. Amen? Amen. So thank you all for being here.
Let us not be weary in well-doing. There is something called deuces. We will receive reward if we don't fail. If we don't give up. Amen? Please open your Bible to the book of Job. Chapter 22. Verse 28. I'm going to invite all of you to stand with me. And we're going to study the word of God briefly. And then we want to receive the Holy Communion. Thanks to all of our deaconesses for preparing the table. And the deacons are ready to serve the ministers. I mean, it's just a blessing to be a part of what God is doing. The book of Job, chapter 22, verse 28. The Bible said, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. While you are still standing, let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for the word of God. We know, according to your word, grass will wither and flowers will fade. But the word of God will stand forever. Thank you that we have a roadmap, a blueprint for living. Thank you, O oh God, that the word of God is inspired. Holy Spirit, help us to prepare our heart to receive what thus says the Lord. Lord, we pray, O oh God, for everyone under the sound of my voice, more than 180 people present. Lord, I pray that no one will go home today without receiving from heaven. I thank you for miracles signs and wonders in this house. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you briefly on the subject titled There is a Miracle in Your Mouth. There is a miracle in your mouth. Permit me to make it personal. There's a miracle in my mouth. There is something about the communion, studying everything that happened during the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I noticed one thing about Jesus. He was constantly talking. Though in pain, but yet speaking. In fact, we have a tradition in the church. We call it seven last saying of Jesus Christ. The reason why we call it saying is because he was saying something. 
a closed mouth will never get fed. So my assignment today is to encourage you and me to learn from Jesus Christ. Don't just take the, the bread. Don't just drink from the cup. Learn some basic principles of Christian living. While they were beating him up, while they were mistreating him, he kept opening his mouth and saying something. And that is why I said to you today, just like he said things and things happen, you also can say things and things will happen in your life. There is a miracle in your mouth. In that topic, there are two key words. Number one is the word miracle. Number two is the word mouth. What is a miracle? Ladies and gentlemen, a miracle is any extraordinary event that manifests through divine intervention in your life. If you look back over your life, you can see some things that happen that if you were to be honest with yourself, you know you couldn't have done that in your own ability. It's a miracle. Let me suggest to you that during the days of Jesus' ministry, many people rushed to hear Jesus, to follow him, not so much because of his teachings. Yes, he was a great teacher, but there were many other great teachers during that time. What set him apart was his miracle. He was not just teaching. He was performing miracles. The book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 38 says, how God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing everyone that is oppressed by the devil. Because the Lord was with him. It was his miracle that set him apart. He went to a wedding. They ran out of wine. And he turned water into wine. I can just imagine everybody there. Even the, 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 the MC of that occasion said, wow. Where does this come from? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one day the lepers, ten of them saw him. They ran into him. They said, Lord, help us. And the Bible said every one of those lepers was set free. I'm talking about miracles. One day, two, five loaves and two fish. 
and you know how he fed 5,000 people. And that's just counting the men. There's probably more than 15,000 people that were fed out of five loaves and only two fish. And the Bible said, when it's all over, there was about 12 baskets still left over. Our God is a God of miracle. He was so much into miracle, the Bible said one day he was walking on water. When was the last time you see a man or a woman walking on water? Your God, my God, was so mighty miracle that even dead people were raised up. That's the kind of God that we serve. Many of you, you are here today, you are listening to this. Some of you, you are home, live streaming. Some of you will be hearing this on radio. Some of you will be watching this on television. I stop by to tell somebody, your God is a God of miracle. And there is a miracle in your mouth. I know you need miracle. I need miracle also. Ain't no shame in my game. I need miracle just like you. Some of us need miracles in our health. Am I right about it? Some of us need a miracle in our homes. Some of us need a miracle in our family. Some of us need a miracle in our marriage. Some people are here today, this morning, some family joined our church this morning, and the first thing this woman shared with me, is said, Pastor, my husband is not here. But while you are ministering, I called my husband. I said, I found a church home for both of us. And my husband said, go ahead and join for yourself and me also. And she was a wife sister. You know what I'm trying to share with you? There is a miracle in your mouth. Don't miss the opportunity to learn from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is a reason why the Bible said in Proverbs 18 verse 21, the words that you speak carries life or death. So it's up to you whether you're going to be speaking life or you're going to be speaking death. When you speak, you're either positive or you're negative. Are you listening to me? Every time you open your mouth, you are either blowing up smoke or you're blowing up miracle. 
You are either speaking peace or you are speaking poison. You know what I'm trying to suggest to you? The words of your mouth has creative ability. When you speak out something, you are literally giving that something you speak power, life to manifest. If you don't want anything to manifest, then close your mouth. The moment you say something, you're making something happen. Ladies and gentlemen, so it means it's one thing for you to believe. And many of you here, you believe a lot of good things. Many of you believe you are healed. But when you say it with your mouth, then you empower the words of your mouth. To come to pass. It's not enough, for example, to say you are blessed. I couldn't think of any example this morning. I reminded my church about a lady in a choir. Uh, she lives a few blocks from me. Her name is Miss Story. And she used to sing a song here. It say. Let me hear you say, I am blessed. You saying it is what empower it to come to pass. It's not enough for you to say, I believe it. Even you cannot even get saved until you say with your mouth. You'll be amazed how many people are in church. I believe God. But they never confess it. Nothing will happen until you speak it. The miracle I say is where? In your mouth. There is power in your mouth. There is healing in your mouth. There is deliverance in your mouth. There is freedom in your mouth. There is a miracle in your mouth. Say, for example, if you are here today and you're fighting sickness, it's easy for you and me to be talking about diagnosis and prognosis, what the doctor say, and then we go around saying, I got cancer. I got leukemia. They did a CPR. They did CASCAN. They found I got this. The moment you keep saying that, you empower all the demons to cause whatever that is to manifest in your own life. When you speak like that, you are calling the sickness and you are calling on defeat to take hold of your body. You need to change your tune. 
Are you listening to me this morning? You need to change your tune. Pastor, how can you say that? Because the book of Joel, chapter 3, verse 10 says, Let the weak say, I'm strong. That's God talking to you. Many of you will say, but pastor, but I got it. No, you don't. You are creating it with your own mouth. I'm not asking you to deny the facts, but I'm saying learn to agree with God. Are you listening to me? This morning I was ministering in this church, and the coach, you see, that's Coach Sacri there. He, he's a coach over there at the school we are teaching, LCU. Now, another coach came this morning. He's the coach, the head coach at LS, LSUA. And after church, he came to me. He said, Pastor, I have been coming to this church for the past six weeks. Today I brought all my children. I want them to hear what you're teaching. He said, thank you for telling these little kids there's a miracle in their mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, it will be tragic for you to come to a ministry like this and you go home empty. You need to embrace the word of God. If God says you are blessed, it don't matter what's going on in your life. You are blessed. So learn to go on the offense. Learn to decree and declare what God said. Remember the scripture says in Job 22, verse 28, if you decree a thing, it's not a matter of it may be established. It shall be established. So the question is, what have you been saying with your mouth? Well, pastor, but what about the, the medical report I got? Well, the Bible have an answer for that. You know what the Bible says? It says, whose report you going to believe? I don't know about you, I choose to believe the report of the Lord. And God's report says, I am healed by his right. God's report says, a thousand may fall, ten thousand by my right. But as for me, it won't touch me. God's report says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord will deliver me out of them all. I don't know about you, I choose to believe the report of the Lord. How about you? So I'm saying to you, there's a miracle waiting to be published in your mouth. See, somebody was talking to me the other day. He said, how many books have you published? And I told him. See, a book is no good if all you have is the transcript. Until you publish it, you cannot consider yourself an author. 
I'm suggesting to you there are miracles waiting to be published from your mouth. Don't die without publishing your miracles. There comes a time when you need to wake up every morning and decree and declare, I am healed. I am blessed. I am anointed. I am appointed. I am destined for greatness. Say to your children, it doesn't matter what's on television. It doesn't matter what, what the economy say. Why the TV will be telling you there is high inflation or the country is going down, the truth be told, millionaires are born every day. You got to make up your mind whose report you're going to believe. So every time you say you are healed, don't look at your circumstance. Don't look at your situation. Things begin to change in the spirit realm. Long before you see it in the physical, your change is taking place. So learn to prophesy over your own self. Learn to prophesy over your future. Somebody said, I got a feeling. Not some things. Everything is going to be all right. Well, how did he know? But you make up your mind. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter what's on the news. It don't matter what anybody else say. I'm going to do well in this new year. Amen, somebody. If you remember, that's what happened to David. Many of you know David as a little boy playing harps. But David was more than a, a musician. When he confronted the Goliath, the Bible said, David began to speak to that monster. I believe with all my heart, David did not win that battle by the slingshot. Religion will teach you that. But David won by the miracle in his mouth. He looked at that giant. He said, I'll whoop you. Today, I'm going to feed your carcass to the birds of the air. See, that's somebody declaring miracles in his life. He was not intimidated by his size. He was not intimidated by the circumstance because everybody is hiding their foxhole. But he recognized what I'm teaching you today, that there is a miracle in his mouth. And I'll say something to you, yes. And that is that sometimes when you're trying to work your miracle, you may have nobody there to support you. And you have to learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. 
Look at the record. David's brothers, they didn't think much of him. In fact, they tried to tell him, you Negro, you need to shut up and chill. You have no clue what's going on here. His own daddy didn't support him. That is why David said, even when my mama and my father forsake me, he said, even then, I have a God that will pick me up. The king of the nation, King Saul, didn't support him. The problem today is that you're too busy looking for somebody to affirm you, to support you. And the Lord sent me to tell you the miracle you need is right there in your mouth. David had nobody to agree with him. Nobody to encourage him. But there comes a time when you have to learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. Are you see here? If you can't get nobody to agree with you, I know Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 say, if two shall agree. But what do you do when there's no two? What do you do when your own spouse will not agree with you? Then you have to learn to get your mouth and your heart to agree. That's why the Bible say David was right and say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be on the same page in the sight of Almighty God. Ladies and gentlemen, so, do you believe in your dreams right now? And if you believe it, then go for it in Jesus' name. Open your mouth, decree and declare it. The Bible says if you decree it, it shall be established. You have to say it before you see it. Did you hear what I just said? I don't know what you believe in God for. I got my own list. I have me a, a, a personal journal. And I made a list. January 1. This is what I'm believing God this year. And guess what? I wake up every morning. And decree and decree. I share with my child this morning. This building you're sitting in. Guess how it came to pass. Because I have the audacity to recognize there's a miracle in my mouth. We didn't have money. In fact, the bank says no Negro church ever get a million dollar loan in Rapids Parish. But because I know in my knowing there's a miracle in my mouth, I kept saying it, I kept saying it, and boom, it come to pass. I wish I can tell you I brought millions of dollars from Africa. I'll be lying. I was broke. I tell people all the time, I didn't come to see the, the women in Hawaii. I don't have time for that foolishness. I was running from poverty. All I had like the songwriter said, I left my friends and kindred. Bound 
for the promised land. My promised land was United States. All I had was the grace of God upon me and a Bible in my hand. And I chose to believe what God said, that there is a miracle in my mouth. We had to build phase two. Same story. We didn't have no money. We didn't have no network. But we have God. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, there is a miracle in your mouth. Say like you mean it. I share with my church this morning that in every man, every woman's head, there are seven holes. Two holes in your eyes. Two holes in your ears. Two holes in your nursery. But the Lord gives you only one mouth. You know why? Because you have more than enough to speak to any mountain. And that mountain will be removed. But let me warn you, if you don't control your mouth, it will destroy your miracle. In fact, your word can keep you from your destiny. How do I know that? I wish I had time to teach the word. The angel of God showed up in church. Told Zachariah, Reverend, you're going to have a baby. Zachariah said, Not get thee behind me, Satan. I know I'm too old. I know my wife is barren. We've been barren for years now. You know what that angel said? He said, because you don't believe, and because you doubt it, you shall be silent until the miracle comes to pass. You know why God would do that? Because God understood the power in your mouth. He knows that no miracle will happen as long as Zachariah is speaking doubt. So we've got to close his mouth. So you know what I'm trying to suggest to you? Don't talk yourself out of your miracle. Perhaps your dreams look impossible to you. Perhaps what you're trying to do right now, you don't seem to have support. Perhaps you look at the economy, you look at the news, and nothing seems to be adding up. But you've got to know the Lord will make a way. Somehow. There's a reason why we say, like a sheep that tossed, hand driven. But I buy and hand receive. When the storms of life are 
even me. I went before the altar this morning. There are some things, mama, that I'm believing God for within the next two weeks. If God don't help me, and nobody can. But I know him, I know. There's a sweet relief just to know that Lord will make a way somehow. Hallelujah. Somebody else is coming. The Lord will make a way somehow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody else is coming. I just know him, I know him. We just started another building. Guess how much we have? It's my steel. We have. $400,000. We need $4.5 million. And I told the contractor, proceed. Do you think I'm drunk? Or do you think I, I don't have brain? But I just know if it did it before, this choir reminded me he can do it again. A walking miracle. What God can He healed you before. He can heal you again. He made a way before. He can do it again. Amen. I want one of my pastors. Come up. Come lead us in prayer. You can come. Don't be suffering. Where's my wife? I want Amen. Yes, Lord. I'm believing God. Miracle, 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 divine intervention, the things that are impossible with me, it's possible with God, hallelujah. Somebody say glory. Father God, we thank you for the word, Lord. Lord, there's life in the word, there's healing in the word, there's deliverance in the word, and Father God, we come this morning, Lord, giving us another opportunity, Lord, to speak life over every dead situation. Father God, we come, Lord, not moved by what we see because what we see is temporary. Lord, but we stand on your word because your word is eternal. Father God, it does not change, Father God. So, Father God, we decree and declare, Lord, a turnaround in our lives. Turn oh, Lord, a turnaround in our situation. Turn around in our health. Turn around over our children. Turn around over our families, Lord God. Lord, you said life that is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit of thereof. And, Father God, we speak life this morning. In the name of Jesus, we come against the forces of the enemy, Lord God. We speak it right now, Father God. Lord God, we believe that you, Lord God, that you're not a man that you should lie, neither the son of man, that you should repent, Father God. Father God, you said you give us power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and all the powers of the enemy, Lord. We come against every attack of the enemy, Lord God. We speak, ah, oh Lord, we speak life this morning. Lord God, you say we have not because we ask not, Father God. And we come this morning, Lord, standing on your word, Father God, for 
your word is forever settled in heaven. You said if we abide in the word and the word abide in us, you said we could ask what we will. And for the God, we come asking you this morning, asking you to have your way, Lord God. We speak a miracle, Lord God. We speak a miracle, Lord God, over our situation, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We stand on your promises, Lord, because your promises are yea and amen. Lord God, I thank you, Lord. Or somebody ought to tell him, thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, because I'm standing on the word. I'm believing the word. I'm confessing the word because, Lord, you said I'll have what I say. And, Lord, you said wherever two or three gather together in your name, you're there in the midst, Father God. So, Father God, we come this morning. You said if we regard sin in our heart, you would not hear us. So we come this morning with repentant heart. Lord God, if something we said, uh, something we done, or something we thought, that's not right in your sight. Father God, we ask you to have mercy this morning. Lord, ask you to look beyond our fault uh, and see our every need. Uh, Father God, I speak a miracle right now. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, uh, somebody to open up your mouth uh, and speak to your mountain. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're facing, uh, but I come to tell you that God don't sleep, uh, nor does he take a nap. Uh, gl- hey, glory to God. God say he watch over his word to perform it. And so, Father God, we stand on your word, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we speak to that situation, Lord. Lord, there's many before me, Lord God, that God needs in their life, Lord. Lord God, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord. Lord, you raised the dead. You fed 5,000. You split the Red Sea. Oh, you opened blinded eyes. You are, oh, Lord. Lord, I know you're the same miracle worker, God. Back then, or you, and you are now. So, Father God, I speak the word in the name of Jesus. You said that's power. I said that's power in the tongue. And God, I speak it, Lord God. I speak it right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I speak a turnaround. I speak a turnaround in my situation. I speak it right now over my children, over my companion, over my finances in the name of Jesus, over my health. By his stripes, you're already healed. I say, by his stripes, you're already made whole. By his stripes, oh, for the God we thank you. You ought to lift up your hands and tell the Lord, thank you. Lord, I thank you right now. I believe the word. I confess the word. I stand on the word, Lord God. Father God, have your way. I dare you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, have your way. Lord, you done it back then, and Lord, you can do it now. Lord God, I thank you for a miracle. Lord, I realize that you're a miracle working, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, y'all don't sound excited this morning. You know, let me tell you something. Your mountain got to hear your voice. Voice. I say your mountain got to hear your voice. You need to open up your mouth. I don't care who's standing on the side of you. Oh, glory to God. That's power. Oh, Lord. I say that power on the inside. I say that power on the inside. Lord, oh, Lord. Lord, I thank you. I dare you to get excited. I dare you to get excited. I dare you to praise the Lord. When you begin to praise the Lord, you confuse the devil. I raise your hands and begin to praise the Lord and say, Lord, I thank you that you're bringing it to pass. Lord, I thank you that you're working it out. Lord, I thank you that you're moving by your spirit in the name of Jesus. For the God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you right now. Lord, that you give us another opportunity, Lord God, to stand on your word, to decree and declare, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. 
Lord, there's need that need to be met. And Father God, as we come in agreement, Lord God, Lord, the person on the side, Lord God, I speak right now, Lord God, that they need in their life, Lord, in their family, in their home, in their health, Father God, that it's already done. I dare you to open up your mouth and say it's already done. You need all, oh, yeah, yeah, glory to God. It's already done, glory to God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we give you the honor, we give you the praise, and we give you the glory in the name of Jesus. And for the God, I realize that the greatest miracle is getting saved, Lord God. It's not a new home. It's not a new car. But Lord is giving their life to you, Lord God. So for the God, I pray right now that maybe somebody in here, Lord God, got religion but don't have a relationship. Lord God, I pray right now, Lord God. Don't let them leave like they came, Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost, let it arrest them right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that they leave with a change of heart and a change of mind for the God in the name of Jesus. Lord you said if we confess what I might and believe our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead thou shalt be saved for the God help us this morning to not only believe but Lord help us Lord that you become Lord of our lives. Lord we need you to lead us and guide us by your Holy Spirit and for the God as we move on Lord help us Lord to not grieve your Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord, to set a guard before our mouth and keep watching the doors of our lips in the name of Jesus. Father God, help us to speak wholesome words in the name of Jesus. Father God, we give you the honor. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. We call it done in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I call it done. I'm believing a miracle is taking place right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, Lord, you ought to get excited. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. And, hey, glory to God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, glory to God. Hey, glory to God. Hey, glory to God.
22nd chapter, uh, the Bible says that uh, he took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. And when he had broke it in pieces and gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after supper, he took another cup of wine and said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people. 
an agreement confirmed with his blood with, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. The Bible says that if you declare and decree a thing, God himself will establish it. So I want you to say, I declare. I declare. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe. I believe. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Is anointed. And every burden, and every burden is, going to be removed. is going to be removed. And every yoke, and every yoke is, going to be destroyed is going to be destroyed because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. As, I bread, As I eat this bread, I am receiving, I am receiving the, anointing. the anointing. When I eat this bread, the power of God is removing my burdens and destroying yokes. In the name of Jesus, you may eat the bread. Okay. Also declare, Heavenly Father, I believe your blood is blessed, your blood is healthy, and your blood cleanses as I drink this cup. I receive your blessing, and I receive your healing. In the name of Jesus, you may drink the cup. As I bless you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that you are healing us and you are delivering us even as I speak. We release and release right now in the name of Jesus. I release deliverance. I release healing. I release favor. I release abundant provision. I release supernatural peace in your life in the name of Jesus. This concludes our 10 o'clock service. We thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing. We look forward to seeing you back here on Wednesday. We have church school. So we look forward to seeing you in Jesus' name. Uh, just before the benediction, Pastor Darrell and his wife will be standing here in the front to receive you. If you would like to be a part of what God is doing and join Zion here, or you just want to come up and introduce yourself and shake his hand, that'll be fine as well. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we speak blessings over them, Lord God. We ask that you cover them with your blood, Lord God. Throughout this week, Father God, give them favor, Lord God. Let Allow them to walk, Father God, in the spirit of the living God, and by your stripes they are healed in Jesus' name. Amen. I know it.